the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Carl Williams and our producer Ed Salisbury, all directors with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Today we're going to talk about what's going on. Current events in our society. (laughs) One uh, great literary piece said, we hope you live in interesting times. We got a lot of stuff going on, folks. COVID's been going on now for three years. It seems like 300. There are some people who don't want it to go away because they'd have to give up power and control if did. It has mutated to different strains. Carl, we had a program earlier where... You were very supportive of the vaccines, especially since they had such uh, good efficacy numbers in the lab, um, and also and also because they were utilizing uh, vaccine methodology that we'd seen before. We hope that they were quite safe. Your ideas about this have changed slightly. But tell well, us about that. Well, there's a couple of things. When I initially started looking at the vaccines, the two that were first available in the States were the Moderna and the Pfizer, both of which were not produced using embryonic stem cells. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine was produced using embryonic stem cell technology. Now, embryonic stem cells means that you have to sacrifice human life to get the tissues to produce this vaccine, which is why I was opposed to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine from the start. However, I since learned that either through my inadequate research initially, which is probably the case, but have learned that embryonic stem cell technology has been used to test the efficacy of both the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines, which means that all three of the ones currently available in the States have, to some degree or other, used embryonic stem cells as part of their production, which makes that abhorrent, especially to those who respect all life from the start from conception, which I pray all Christians do. Let me comment on that just a moment and then turn it back over to you with your thoughts. It really bothered me for a while how some people were coming out and saying, because I didn't have the background, I didn't have done the research you did, and I didn't have the background about Johnson & Johnson. And they were saying it was their moral or their religious objections to the vaccines. Well, I've taken flu shots forever, and I'm vaccinated against polio, as most Americans Mm -hmm. are, Mm -hmm. as both you guys are. And... I was just thinking, what on earth is the religious objection to these things? And you're explaining it now to where you see a lot of America is looking at those people saying, well, those are just religious nuts. Well, yeah, again, I'm not sure how many other currently available vaccines are produced using the embryonic stem cell technology. Maybe more. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that the older ones like MMR, tetanus, 
diphtheria, those that our babies got when they were first growing up, were not produced with that. Mm-hmm. that. This is a very recent technology. Only in the last several years has it been used. So this is a, a definitely a big negative, and those who have religious conscientious objection to it should be allowed to refuse it just on those grounds alone. But the Supreme Court just rejected a bid to hear that. Mm. Well, that is sad. That is sad. The other thing about the vaccine, which makes it even less palatable to me as a physician, is that it's not all that helpful. People who have gotten not only Pfizer and Moderna, you need to have two injections. And now it seems every who knows however many months, Mm -hmm. at least every six months, perhaps often as every three months, you have to have boosters to maintain levels. When the initial information about the vaccines were released, they were highly effective as much as 90%. Pfizer was reporting 90 to 92%. Moderna was reporting 94 to 95%. Just huge successful rise in antibodies using these two vaccines. And it sounded like they were like the proverbial too good to be true. And they were because they have not been that successful in preventing the disease. So the only medical reason for the vaccines at this point, if you have no religious objections, would be for those in the elderly category, which sadly I now qualify for. But we won't talk about that because I do reject the use of it regardless. What about the immunocompromised? That's the other caveat, the immunocompromised and the elderly, which Mm -hmm. kind of are, it's redundant statements there. Right. I'm a testament to what you're talking about because what you're moving into clinically what is the better immunization at this point? Is it the... Get the Omicron and get sick with that. Of the natural Omicron. immunity is still better. Correct. Although we've got institutions that don't want to recognize natural immunity. They don't right. recognize whether you've been shot. Right. I've been triple vaccinated with Moderna, which is supposed to be the best thing out there, supposedly. Supposedly. And I still got Omicron. Yeah. Lucky <laughs> you. Lucky you. So anyway, now you're, now you're really immunized. But it won't count if you get on an airplane because uh-huh. you got to get another booster every so often. So uh-huh. with your mask, with your mask. <laughs> and then there's the mask controversy. Are the masks useful at all? And more and more research is coming out that the standard cloth, in other words, the cloth masks, which are 90 percent of what everybody wears is cloth masks, handmade from friends or whatever which look like they should help, and perhaps they have reduced the spread of things like strep throat and other routine illnesses, but the particle size of the COVID virus is so small that the masks will not stop them. So you have to have the more specified N95 or the KN95 masks to help prevent the spread of the particles. Which are not in widespread use. Which are not in widespread use and not widespread, you know, widely available. You have to really look for Why them. does the CDC, now incidentally, they just changed their recommendations on Again? that. Again, they've been all over this like a roller coaster. But why for so long did they say everybody needs to mask up, even inside, even in their own home? Because you got to do something. Yeah. We were trying to do something. I think it was a throwback to what happened over 100 years ago, where they didn't know what was going on. And eventually they started using masks, but still they had a massive amount of people that did die. But they totally from weren't the sure. From influenza, you mean from? 1918. Right. Yeah, the Spanish flu. flu. Spanish flu. Yeah. yeah. Killed so many people, and they were just running around going, okay, this was our template. This is where we're going to start. And even then, they treated it as an epidemic, not a pandemic. So it was very localized quarantine, if you will. 
yes. not nationwide or worldwide like we've gone to right. now. Yeah. It's interesting reading from the time of 1918 to 1922. It sounds a lot like today. They would actually have sewing circles that would get together making mass and that type of thing. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Carl Williams and Ed Salzado. If you'd like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Today we're talking about current events. We just talked about vaccines and COVID. COVID-related stuff. Yeah. Here's a related topic to that. Body choices. One of the things people have a problem with right now is these vaccines about what do I do with my body. On one end of our political spectrum, you will not tell a woman whether or not she can abort a baby. But the government, Canada is making this very clear, that we have total control over vaccinating you, that you must be vaccinated. Australia is at the same point at this point. If you're out without your papers, you're arrested. Hmm. Treating you like dogs. Yeah. Go have your rabies shot. <laughs> well, let's get an extension of that. Because there are about a, a quarter to a third of medical professionals who have refused to be vaccinated. Still. Why? Because it doesn't work. They've seen the side effects from it. It has a high side effect profile. It is potentially causing hypercoagulability. In other words, your blood will clot when it's not supposed to, causing strokes and heart problems and lung problems and everything else. We have a niece that was went through that. Here. Sudden death has been seen with these vaccines even in teenage years. And that's another thing that the vaccine has not been shown to have a risk-benefit ratio that's beneficial for anybody less than, I think it's in their 20s or 30s. So anybody, when they were forcing people in the less than 40 age group to have these vaccines, they have absolutely no scientific evidence to show that it reduces the incidence of COVID at all. Okay, what and about children? Because that's the new Even fad. more so, because it, yeah. children are even less likely to have yeah. problems or sequelae, as you will, from the COVID virus. So to, to force them to get vaccinated is essentially malpractice. In my mind, this is our power brokers who don't want to give up power. Correct. Originally, there were good reasons for all this. Let's wear the mask because we got to do something. Let's get the vaccines because, my gosh, the original variants were deadly. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's do something. But now that we have Omicron, now that we have variants that are... Now we have scientific information. Now we have information. Now that it's endemic, it's not going to go away. It's endemic at this point, not a pandemic. And yet we have our people in charge who don't want to give up power. They're not responding to the scientific evidence after seeing X number of cases and seeing what works and doesn't work. We're not altering our treatment protocols to match. That is what's so frustrating to me as a physician. Another body choice, transgenderism. Wow. We, we had a program earlier where you very, not as graphically as you could have, but you described the mutilation that goes on when a child goes through transgender transition, including we have to basically take drugs to stop the onset of puberty. We have to absolutely, what was the word for, how, for the surgery? Castration. Okay, that's a correct word. I mean, anybody on the farm knows what a castration is yeah. all about. And the result, especially of the drugs to give them hormones, estrogen hormones that would produce breasts and all of this other type of stuff, gets them into all sorts of medical problems later in life. Correct. If I'm looking at doing this to a child, I would call it what? Child abuse. Child abuse. Doesn't that also cause a problem if the individual gets to a particular point in their life, in their 20s, if they want to change back? Mm -hmm. And we're no. looking at a situation now where a child cannot legally go and get a tattoo without parental permission. But they can get but, an abortion 
without parental mm-hmm. transmission. And they can sue their parents to become a different gender, obviously without their parents' permission. Oh, see, this is a body choice thing here. Mm-hmm. Would we, and I'm going to take up the, the case of Karen Carpenter. Yes, I know. I'm going to take up the case of Karen Carpenter, who had anorexia nervosa. If we'd known about anorexia nervosa, would we have said, okay, we're going to help you with your body choice and starve you of food? No. And yet we do the same thing with kids who want to become something they're not. And you can't prove that, oh, I'm a little boy, but I feel like a little girl. There's no scientific evidence that the transition has been made. Folks, the Lord take care of us because we do live not only in interesting times, but in challenging times. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you miss any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.